Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. celebrate with you what God has done in our, the lives of people and our community over the last four years. Whether you're at church online or right here at Kentucky Trail, we just wanted to invite you to get on your feet, put your hands together, and sing along. Wandering into the night, wanting a place to hide.
up today if you're thankful for God.
Well, happy birthday, Real Life Church. How you guys doing? Come on. Well, if you're new with us and uh, maybe you're joined uh, just to celebrate with a family or friend, somebody's getting baptized today, I want to say a special welcome and thank you for being here. Um, it's going to be a really, really exciting morning. You guys can be seated just for a little bit. Got our kids in the back there. Get away all the kids. They're looking fun. Man, today is a special day in the house. We have all sorts of fun stuff we're doing, but the most significant thing we're doing today is we are taking time to baptize those who start a relationship with Jesus. And it's an exciting time in people's lives. And so I want to explain what baptism is. Baptism is simply a picture of what Jesus did for us on the cross. His death, his burial, and his resurrection. It's a picture of us being dead in sin and being made alive in Jesus. So when you get in these waters, you're not like uh, becoming a Christian, but you are becoming more of a disciple. You become more of a follower of Jesus. See, Jesus says that we're to go and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And baptism is really a step of obedience. You get baptized because you love Jesus. And so maybe today some of you are like, man, I need to get baptized at some point. You can sign up today or maybe just show up. We'll throw you in. Uh, it's warm, I promise. It is really warm. So um, no pee in the pool. I keep telling that to other guys. So, um, But anyway, I want to pray for our group. We have seven people getting baptized, uh, four here in the very first gathering. And so excited to see what God is going to do. Can you guys give it up for everybody getting baptized? Come get warmed up. Come on. I will say, get any Chiefs fans in the house? A little bit of Chiefs fans. All right, we, we gotta we gotta celebrate big when these people come out of the water. I know we get I, I get really stoked. I'm the guy I can't be around people when I watch football because I start yelling at the screen. I'm that guy. But when these guys come out of the water, we gotta cheer for them. Okay, some of these people don't have a lot of family and friends that represent with Jesus, and so we gotta make them feel that real life is home and let them know we love them. So we're gonna give up big today. And uh, feel free, if you're like family or take pictures, you can come on up. The best place is right here, baptizing this way. If you want to get a video or pictures, feel free to jump on up here. So I'm going to pray. We'll get started. Father God, we come before you. God, I pray for each and every person that's taking the step of obedience. God, I pray you just stir in their life. God, I pray that this may be a beginning for them. This represent more than just getting wet today. It represent a step of faith. And I pray you just bless them today. I pray for those that played a part of their story. Maybe somebody invited them and somebody prayed for them and somebody shared the gospel with them. And I pray that you just give a blessing on them, God. This is, just makes our heart full today as a church, as followers of Jesus. And so we love you, God. We surrender our lives to you and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Each person comes into the pool. They've submitted some information about their story that we are going to share with you. So first, we have Graham Holcomb. Graham is joined today by his mom and dad jumping in as our first one getting baptized today. And Graham shared his Jesus story with us. He said, I was making bad choices and didn't have Jesus in my heart. I learned about him in real life kids. Miss Megan taught me about Jesus and Miss Mandy helped too. And I learned that he loved me and died for my sins. So why did he want to get baptized? He answered, I prayed the prayer with my mom and dad and I want to show everyone else that I know Jesus too. We ask everybody, who is someone who's had a special impact on your Christian walk? And why did you put this person down? Who would you want to thank today if you got the chance? And I love it. Graham said that Miss Megan, Miss Mandy, and Mr. Jeff, who if you don't know any of those people, those are all some of our awesome dream teamers that serve in real life kids. Um, he said, I really want to thank them because I really like them. And I quote, they teach me about God. 
And so I love that. It's so cool to see young people saying, you know what, I want to give my life to Jesus and I want to follow him in baptism today. And so what an awesome moment to get to be there and get to be a part of baptizing your kid today. Give it up big. So awesome. Next we have Heaven Burr. She is going to be joined in here with Carrie Cubley, our youth um, leader, and Mackenzie, her friend. And Heaven said, my life before Jesus felt empty, like I didn't have a purpose. I was stressed and I had a lot of feelings I didn't know what to do with. And I held it all in until I couldn't take it anymore and then broke down and let it all out. It was an unhealthy and I was tired of the cycle. I always wanted to start a relationship with Jesus, but I didn't know how or where to start. I didn't ask my parents because we didn't really talk about it. We never went to church and didn't pray, so I didn't understand anything. I believed there was a God, but I doubted whether or not they were real. Then my friend Alexis asked if I wanted to go to youth, and I did, and it was a very big step for me. I started going every Sunday night, just trying to doubt a little less each time. When church camp came, that place was the happiest I had been in a long time, and I felt like I belonged there. So on Tuesday night at church camp, I was sitting around the campfire talking with two friends who gave their relationship to, or gave their life to Jesus. Sean was there and helped me finally connect with God. I felt calm and okay for the first time in a long time, and I accepted Jesus as my Savior. Heaven wants to get baptized today because she wants to be closer to God to help grow and follow him more closely. And she says that somebody who had a special um, help in that is her friend Alexis. Give it up for heaven. She said, my friend Alexis invited me and got me started on my walk. And if she wouldn't have invited me that night, then I wouldn't be here today. So awesome. And the power of inviting a friend out to church. Next, we have Logan Hardy. He is going to be joined in there by his mom and dad also. Um, oh, if he makes it through. No. Very, very cool. So Logan shared that he actually got saved when he was around five years old. He was raised in church his whole life, and his grandma asked if he was ready to be saved when he was young, and he decided he was. He says, she led me through the prayer. I accepted Christ right in her living room in an oversized recliner, he remembered. He says, I've been saved most of my life. I just never got baptized. So why did he want to get baptized? He says, I'm 18. I'm a believer, and getting baptized is something that I've put off for no good reason. So I want to take that step today to follow Jesus. When asked who had a special impact on his Christian walk, he said, Christian Smith. He was a great mentor while he was jumping on our AVL team. He's in the back every week serving with us. And he said, Christian helped to reignite my passion for serving God and for the church. And so I'm thankful to him for being able to be here today. Give it up for Logan. Very cool. And last but certainly not least, we have Angela Kramer. She says, I grew up with little exposure to Jesus. My parents were both raised in church and made the decision not to raise their kids in church. I lost my dad when I was 36, and after that, his mom, who's my grandmother, really started urging me to get involved with the church. She was always religious, and her faith had gotten her through so much in life. I did join a church with my son, Brayden, and we both got baptized, but at that point, I did it for my grandma because I knew it meant a lot to her, and she wanted reassurance that she would see me in heaven one day. 
my grandmother passed away right before COVID started, and I think I became very concerned that I would not see her or my dad again. Because of COVID, I had all this extra time on my hands, and so my friend Kelly Montgomery had been telling me about real life for a long time, and so I went to a watch party at the Cubley's house and started looking for ways to learn about God. I wanted a relationship so I could feel the connection that so many people around me had. So while I was reading the Bible trying to understand Jesus, I came to the realization that all the years I thought my dad, let's give it up. She says she thought her dad was picking her up, but really it was God, it was Jesus. And so when she lost her dad and her grandma, now she's leaning on the strength of Jesus. I got baptized for my grandma before, but this time I did it for myself. And I'd like to thank my grandma for that. Hey, let's give it up real big one more time for everybody who got baptized today. It's an incredible moment and it's really special that we get to be here and share it with all these people and their families. And so if I could, I'd like to invite you all to get back up on your feet. We are going to finish with one more worship song. What an incredible day for those who chose to give their lives to Jesus this morning through baptism. And we celebrate big with you this morning. And hey, we serve a God who's in the business of bringing dead things back to life, who came out of the grave for you and for me. And this next song is an anthem for anyone who's ready to follow Jesus, to walk out of the graves in their daily lives. It's a testimony of faith in Jesus. So let me encourage you this morning to be bold in your faith as we sing this next song together. Oh, shame is a prison as cruel as a grave Shame is a robber and he's come to take my name. Oh, love is my redeemer, lifting me up from the ground. Love is the power where my freedom song is found. There ain't no
today come on keep it going man we are celebrating big today as if this wasn't enough it's also our fourth birthday today let's say happy birthday real life all righty and you know you know we're gonna do something fun a little bit extra so heads up for you heads up for you and heads up come on Preston Woo! happy birthday real life church you know what we're gonna do it big we're gonna celebrate God this morning because there's no graves for us and it's always only Jesus. Will you say those three words with me? It's always only Jesus. 
Man, it is so good to see all of you this morning. What a beautiful Sunday. And we got even more stuff coming. But before we do anything, let's recognize an amazing group of people. They're called Real Life Church Online. They're watching right now. And we're going to give it up big for them this morning. They're going to throw up some likes and some hearts. And we're just so pumped that you're checking us out wherever you are right now. Or maybe it's later in the week and you're checking out the podcast or YouTube services that we provide, by the way. And everyone in the room, so glad you're here. Go ahead and be seated. Man, oh man, it is my pleasure to welcome you this morning if you are brand new to Real Life Church. If you're brand new, I'm going to ask you to do something today. I'm going to ask you to get your phone out and text right now while I'm talking, RL New to 97,000. And when you do that, you'll get in touch with a member of our connection team at some point this week, completely digitally. We just want to check in on you, answer any questions that you might have about Real Life Church and see how can we be praying for you this week. If you're online, you're going to see a link in the comments that you can be clicking on at this time. And if you're in the room today and you're brand new, please don't walk out of this building without stopping by our new here booth. We have a small gift for you, just our way of saying thanks for being here today. And I'm gonna go a step further and say, I hope that today isn't the only day that you'll grace us with your presence if you're brand new. I hope you'll come check us out next week and the week after and so on and so forth and just see what God will do in your life if you get in his church and if you get in the word and you get connected with people that love you and care about you, it's gonna be an amazing experience. We're pumped you're here. Hey, welcome to Real Life Church. And let me tell you a little bit more about Real Life Church. You see, we are a church on a mission. And that mission, nowhere in that mission does it say we exist for Sunday morning and then we go home and live our lives. No, 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 no. You see, Real Life Church is a church on a mission, and that is to see people in our community, people close to you and far from God. We exist to see them I'm uh, saying it wrong because so I got to check it out. We can see people far from God discover their real life and purpose. And that real life and purpose, of course, is only found in Jesus. And we got to see the fruits of that this morning. Amen. Man, so good, you guys. But hey, I'm so pumped that you're here. I want you to really be thinking about those people that are close to you but far from God. And what would happen if they just found their real life and purpose? Think about that and pray about that this week. Well, guys, I, I said it before already. We are so pumped. It is our fourth birthday. And whether you've been here from the beginning, somewhere a couple years ago, or maybe you are brand new, you are a valid and valuable part of what God is doing in Raymore and Belton and Cass County and online and beyond all of that. Real life is not this building, this gymnasium, the, the KT school, even though we love them so much. Real life is you. Real Life Church is each and every one of you. And we are a church made up of stories and experiences. And I'm so pumped today that we are going to get to hear some of these stories, the impacts that Real Life Church has made on people's lives. Happy birthday, Real Life. Let's check out these stories. Here we go. Good morning, Real Life Church, and happy birthday. We wanted to take a minute and send you a happy birthday wish from down here in Texas. We wanted to make sure that we let you know how grateful and thankful we are for being our church home. From the minute we walked through the door, you all made us feel so welcome. When we had lost hope and happiness and having a church family, you all brought it right back to us. 
So thank you so much for being Real Life Church and being our church home. Happy birthday. Real life has changed my life by creating opportunities for me to connect with people. I absolutely love the fact that my kids enjoy real life as well. They have real life kids where there's opportunities to memorize verses and dance and play and just have a great time with people that are their age. I love that they come back home and they explain to me things that they have learned. Most of all, I'm grateful that they are passionate for living for Jesus. And not only that, but it's not just church on Sunday. I love that there's life groups available for us all to be able to attend and whether it's through fun whether it's through sitting down and talking whether it's through um, bike riding and interacting with different people I absolutely love that there are opportunities available for us not only to connect on Sunday but also throughout the week as well real life has changed our lives by being a place that we can call home we enjoy going to church every Sunday and we were able to get connected right away, serving on the dream team. Our daughter, Kate, even serves on the dream team. Uh, so this has become home for us from leading life groups, making connections with people. It has just been a place that we have really grown over the years. Well, we're grateful for real life because of all the different people that have come in our lives because of real life. We came on launch Sunday four years ago for the first time and the only family we knew was Josh and Carrie Cubley's family, what, what? and uh, but we immediately felt welcomed, and now we feel like real life is a part of our own family. So, happy birthday, real life! We love you, real life. Man, it's hard to believe that real life is four years old. Can you guys believe it? We started as a very small team with just a dream in our hearts. And I remember the day that Pastor Sean approached us with this idea to start a new church. And a handful of us actually met down in his basement to talk through what this was gonna look like. There were definitely moments where I thought his ideas were a little bit crazy, uh, maybe ideas where I thought things were a lot unreachable, um, but we trusted his vision. We knew that there would be so many obstacles in the way, like who would come along with us for this journey? We needed a team, right? We needed to raise thousands of dollars. We needed to find a home. And during that time, we had a verse that kind of became our mantra, so to speak, which was Isaiah 43, 19, which says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I think God wants to make sure that we never despise small beginnings. He is making a way where there seemed to be no way. We were in a season of a dream and full of faith. So I want you guys in here to raise your hand if you were there for the pre-launch season. Woo-woo, love it. So all these hands you guys see around this room were there from the very beginning. And from our very first interest social that we had in a bowling alley, Believe it or not, we rented out the back room and the bartender even came out to serve us alcohol. And we were like, we're that church, apparently, where they're coming out to serve us. We did tip her very well, although we didn't get the alcohol. Um, we actually met in Belton Community Center at one point. We ate bowls of chili next to yoga mats and weights. Um, we met in homes, in garages, parks, backyards, inviting people to be pioneers to build a life-giving church here in our city. 
And I have had the privilege from the very beginning to be a part of a lot of different steps. From seeing God move when we started to form the Real Life Board and getting to be a part of that. I was there for our very first tour here of Kentucky Trail when we were trying to decide where we were going to launch our church. That was really fun. I was able to be a part of designing what all of these rooms and spaces would look like. At one point, um, the Petrie's living room and my living room, I believe, were full of Amazon boxes from like floor to ceiling, not joking, like we, I stopped inviting people over. Um, and then um, I remember the day we were so excited that our bright, red, shiny, beautiful trailer arrived with our beautiful logo on the side and all of our cases that we got to organize so beautiful and ready for a launch Sunday. Soon after, our amazing worship team formed, and then after that, our youth team and our children's ministry formed, um, and pretty soon we had an entire dream team ready and willing to serve. In this season, I became literally the first staff member of our church. That's right, even before Pastor Sean, who actually refused to take pay during our uh, beginning launch season. So there was launch Sunday next, right? We had to launch this thing. Who was there for launch Sunday? Raise your hands if you guys were there for launch Sunday. I love it. So we had this anticipation. Our nerves were crazy. We were starting to wonder, is anyone going to even show up to this thing that we have planned and prepared so long for? Um, Barry Hardy was actually the first person to get to see people walking towards the building. Um, and that day was actually only the second time that we had ever set up this entire thing. So pulling it off was a minor miracle. Our incredible custodian, Frank, I don't think at that time had a clue what he was getting into. Um, shout out to Frank. We love him. He stuck around the whole time. Um, and on September 17th, 2017, Real Life Church launched in this very room. What began as only a dream had now been firmly planted in the ground. We had 345 people show up the first day in only one gathering. For a seed to grow, it takes bold faith. It takes faith to be willing to fail, and it takes faith to do or die trying. So I just want to take a moment to say thank you to those of you that have championed us since launch, those of you that have given with high risk, and those of you that have served and yet haven't seen. Thank you to the Belton School District for being so open-handed with us, um, especially Kentucky Trail for opening your doors to us and allowing us to kind of wreak havoc every Sunday here. Um, thank you to our police department, Belton Police Department, to our officers, Rachel and Sean, who not only keep us safe and secure every week, but have really become a part of our real life family. Thank you to those that call real life home. All of you guys that have made this a place to call home and have moved this mission forward, have given irrationally to make a difference here and loving our community so well. And lastly, thank you to Pastor Sean and Diane for having the vision in your heart to get this off the ground. Can we give Sean and Diane a hand? Four years in, and it's all because of a dream that they had to start a church in our community. So thank you to our good God. I, want to I would just want to finish with one final verse here. It's Ephesians 3, verse 14 through 21. For this season, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled and filled to the measure of all the fullness of God.
Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So Real Life Church has changed my life because it's the first church I've ever gone to where uh, its members actually do what we say. The mantra of the church is to reach those far from God, but even more than that, to serve, to care, and to see a church filled with people that show and demonstrate love for humanity uh, is something that I've prayed for my entire life. I'm so grateful for real life to be here simply because of the relationships, the people that I've met, life groups. I mean, these connections are going to last a lifetime. And the amount of laughs and fun times and memories that have been made for me have just continued to be a part of my spiritual growth and appreciation and all factor into why I just am so proud to call real life home. Real life has changed our lives by being that awesome church in our community that we can just invite those people that are close to us uh, to just get plugged into Jesus and just learn more about him. It's been huge for our family, connections and life groups. I mean, real life is our life. And we're just so grateful, like you said, for all the relationships that we've built together as a couple and individually. We're thankful for the connections that we have. We love life groups, can't say enough good things about that. Ultimately, we just love uh, being able to do life together in a community, in a life-giving church. And uh, we love you, Real Life. Real Life and Purpose. Real Life has enhanced our lives by opening their arms wide open and making Victor and I feel at home. Sometimes Vic and I are the oldest people in a group or sometimes we're the only minority in a group, but we always feel welcomed by this huge, awesome, amazing, real life family. And for that, I am grateful. Por favor, vengan a visitar. Tiene todo para ganar. Well, hey there, I love what Vicky just said. Come check us out. You've got nothing to lose, and she is so right. You've got nothing to lose but an eternity with Jesus to gain. And every championship, every great accomplishment takes a great team. And here at Real Life, I know that we have the greatest team, and it's the dream team. Yes. The dream team is made up of everyday people who took an opportunity to make an impact in someone else's life, to connect their gifts to God's calling, to not just do a task or to volunteer, but to truly make a difference. And on launch Sunday, our dream team had 55 people who were simply just willing to serve. They believed in the mission and the vision of Real Life Church, and they were the OGs. Any OGs in the house? Woo, woo. There you are. They're proud this morning. Side note, I'll never forget uh, walking into Drew and I's first intrasocial at the Germain's house back in January of 2017. We kind of come out of a burned church situation and had our hearts a little bit guarded. But Drew decided to make 
such a good first impression and wear his Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt. And uh, against my advice, um, but Sean was the one to open the door and the first one to see Drew and just cracking jokes, laughing. I mean, I, I knew at that moment, like, these are our people. This is where we belong. And we've never looked back since. And you know what? Who would have thought that we would feel at ease and loved coming out of the situation we came out of? All because of a Macho Man t-shirt. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know what God can do with just a few willing followers. Acts 17, 6 says this, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. So shout out to the host team. They have literally turned this school upside down over 200 times since launch. That is impressive. That's right. The Real Life Kids Dream Team, they faithfully transformed the lives of children. They've prayed for, they've loved on, and they've shepherded the hearts of our kids. They've rocked babies, they've changed diapers, they played games, read stories, and just shared Jesus with them. There's no such thing as the Junior Holy Spirit, and we really believe that. And they are impacting and changing the lives of those kids forever. Our real-life youth dream team, they got a mini revival going on, if you're not aware. They've had 16 salvations in the last six months alone. That is huge, yes. The real-life youth dream team, they've gone to camp. They stayed up way too late to show teens that God loves them. They've spent every Sunday evening leading those life groups, encouraging them, praying for them, and just listening to their stories. They're reaching families in our community through these kiddos, 30% of the youth group is unchurched. What an opportunity to really impact our city and impact their lives. Four teens got baptized this morning, and that is credit to their account, which is so cool. The Creative Dream Team, they've had an online presence reaching our city and beyond. I had to pull some stats because I was curious, how, how far beyond our city are we? We have people watch our weekly gatherings from Uganda, the Philippines, India, New Zealand, Spain, Australia, Canada, and Ghana. Wow, that's incredible. We love you if you're watching. Uh, there's over a thousand people following us on social media. And this year alone, we have reached 6,200 people who have liked, viewed, or shared our content. And that includes over 58,000 minutes of content viewed just in 2021. God can do so much more than we ever imagined or thought. Our Next Steps Dream Team, they've welcomed over a thousand guests to our gatherings. They've given handshakes and hugs to those who may have given up on God and decided to give him just one less chance before walking through our doors. They are saving souls starting out in the parking lot just with a wave. Every positive experience someone feels here at Real Life is helping them remove just one brick from a wall of barriers they may have put up. And each brick removed leaves an opening straight to their heart for us to share Jesus with them. Life groups, they are welcome arms into our city. You open your homes to people you might not even know. You've created a safe place for people to learn, to grow, to just unwind and process. Sometimes life groups, the only part of someone's week where they have a positive connection with other Jesus followers, and you life group leaders make that happen. You've given an opportunity for people to feel needed and known and to find freedom to get past their past. 
We've had over 130 life groups meet over the last four years, and that is a lot of life change. Drew and I have a passion for life groups, and we have met so many new people through those relationships. And looking back over the last four years, we were just talking about this, we can think through at least one couple, one person from each semester that we are still friends with, that we do life with on a regular basis. And none of that would have been possible if we didn't have life groups as an opportunity to connect. So shameless plug, join a life group today. They just launched last week. There's plenty of room for you. Check it out online. Um, but we'd love to say that teamwork makes the dream work. In other words, it takes all of us pulling together to accomplish the dreams that God has placed on our hearts. So thank you to our dream team. We've got four coordinators, three coaches, 18 leaders with 16 currently going through the leadership development process. They're overseeing departments. They're developing leaders. They're not just serving side by side, but soul to soul. They're leading leaders. They're caring for your teams. They're building those serving schedules every week. And currently, we're onboarding and have onboarded over 40 new people to our dream team this year alone. Go God. 155 people total on our dream team. It's over 100 since we launched, added to the team, and that is just so cool. People are thanking God for you. Every hand raised, every heart transformed, every person who's been fed, every teenager who's found a purpose in him, every child who now has a foundation of faith, every person watching online who was ready to quit, every person who came to your life group looking for connection, everyone who's defeated depression through counseling, every person who has felt the love of God through us. Look what God has done by 155 people simply saying, I'm willing, put me in coach. It's not about me, it's about him. Sean has said this before multiple times, but open-handed people play a star role in the kingdom, and we believe that. It's truly about being willing to allow God to use you. As I wrap it up here, Paul sums it up best in Philippians. Philippians 1, 3 through 6. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Oh, hey. Listen, real life has changed my life by becoming my family's sending church. It is a privilege and honor and a humbling experience to get to be your missionary to the entire world and that we get to be partnered together in doing that. I'm also grateful to real life for the difference that they've made in our life just by praying for us, being there for us, supporting us financially, and uh, just partnering with us in this ministry. So here's to you, real life. No worries, just water. Real life has changed my life by just being a place where my wife and I could go when we were new to town. You know, no family, no friends, but we came to real life and we really felt accepted. You showed us God's love and made us feel at home, and we are so grateful for real life for that. God has changed my life through real life by being a community of people, people. They've shown me and my family true support when we've needed it and also helped take my passion and turn it into something with a deeper meaning. And I'm grateful to the people of real life for showing authenticity and just being real about things. 
Real life has changed our lives in the last three, three and a half years by helping my wife and I to stay on course with our walk with God and staying connected with God's wonderful people. I'm grateful for Real Life Church for the same reason. Real Life has been a great church home where we're connected with God and grown and connected and grown with God's great people. We love you all. God bless. Hey, we're Scott and Dana Germain, and we just want to share with you a little bit about what Real Life has been to us. Real Life has been a really great home for us, a home with other believers, and it's been a way for us to be able to do life with other people in our community, and it's been a great way for us to connect with others, and there are times where we've needed lifted up um, by you know our friends that go to church here, and it's been times where we've been able to lift others up, and it's been a really great place to be able to do that. Sean's laughing at me. I don't fall down up here. Without a shadow of doubt in my mind, Real Life Church is the place to be. There's something very, very special about our culture. From the moment somebody drives into the parking lot, even people just driving by, there is this sense of rising anticipation and expectation that God is going to move. And he always does, each and every week. This is a place where worship moves hearts and inspires lives. Real life is a place to call home. Real life is more than just a Sunday gathering. Real life is a people united together to see people far from Jesus discover their real life and purpose in Jesus. It's not just a cute saying that hangs in our hallway or that we put on our website, but it's the heartbeat of everyone who calls real life home. We are a church, a people, who don't exist for themselves, but we exist for those who are far from God. One way we get to see the transformative work of God in people's lives is by baptizing people. Over the last four years, we've had the honor of baptizing over 10% of our church, including seven more today. How incredible is God? Truly, real life is the place to be. Real life is a place to build relationships. Over the past four years, we've moved from a church plant of new friends to a tight-knit community of believers. We are a people simply doing life together. We've met in life groups, serving on the dream team at outreach events. We've shared meals, we've shared life, and we share so much in common. Some of my closest friends and the people that I trust the most are sitting here in this room today, and I know the same is true for so many of you. It's our relationships with one another that perhaps is the most powerful part of real life. Jesus said it this way in John 13, 34, and 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. And by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. You know, the way that you all love people is just the way Jesus loved people. The way you pray for those who are sick, you come alongside those who are mourning, you follow up with every person like they are the only person. You serve not just side by side every week, but soul to soul, building each other up. You give generously to those in need, you serve the poor and the hungry, you greet every person with a smile, and you put yourselves into every little detail that makes this place an amazing place to be. So thank you for being a church that deeply loves one another and people who are far from God. Real life is also a place to develop. It's a place where your character can be shaped. 
We offer those four free counseling sessions with a licensed counselor so you can be at your best. Our life groups exist so you can find freedom to move past your past, to get a word from someone in your group or to find a spiritual father or mother. When you serve on the team, you'll be challenged by our life-giving culture. By stepping into leadership, you can discover your calling as you're personally developed by experienced leaders to live on mission. Real life is a place where you can know nothing about Jesus or the Bible and simply be willing, and we will come alongside and develop you not only to live like Jesus, but to lead like Jesus. I believe the next great leader for Jesus and the cause of Christ is sitting in one of these seats or out in our community, and we are committed to farm people up into who God has called them to be for each person to reach their God-given potential. Real life is a place to invite friends. And to be honest with you, when Sean and I launched this church, this was the main reason for the type of church that God put on our heart to launch. We wanted a place where we could invite our unchurched friends and family without fear of somebody preaching down at them, or worse, them leaving church further from God than when they started. I can't tell you how many times during someone's very first week attending they say, this place is so welcoming, this place feels like home. We've seen so many of your friends connect to God, and so many of them are even serving on the dream team today. You know, our greatest leaders serving on our team were invited by you, and that's incredible. And every week is someone's first Sunday. We never lose that passion, including many of you. Today might be your very first Sunday at Real Life. And I hope you know that everything that we've done here, everything we put together, we had you in mind. We prayed for you. We are excited for you to be here. So without a doubt, real life is a place where you can invite people who may be close to you, but far from God. And last, real life is a place you can call home. I can't think of a greater place to be, or a better place, or a better family than my real life family. And it's my greatest honor to serve here, to give here, to raise my kids here, and to do life together here with all of you. So if you call real life home today, thank you for believing in us. It means a lot. Thank you for giving, thank you for loving, Thank you for leading. Thank you for being welcoming. And thank you for living on mission and moving from that church does that to my church does that. Moving from they do to we do. This is our home, and we are so thankful that God has called you here. In 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10, it says this, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. God chose you. He called you. You're here on purpose today. He has a big plan for you. But these next three words, don't miss it. He called you that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God so that you may bring great glory and honor to his name. And we could not be more thrilled to be doing that alongside you. And truly, real life is the place to be. Real life. Real life. Real life. Real life. Real life has changed my life. The real life church has changed my life. Real life has changed our lives. Real life has changed our lives. Real life has changed my life. Real life has changed my life. Real life has changed our life. Real life changed my life by giving me opportunities. And I would say opportunities because I've always wanted to do film and camera and all that kind of stuff and you guys were so awesome to let me get on the crew and actually help out. Usually I'm not in front of the camera. This is a little weird for me. That's why I keep on looking back and forth. Um, usually I'm not in front of the camera. I'm usually behind the camera. I'm actually 
uh, run one of the cameras, help direct the online stuff. Um, so if you don't see me usually, that's why, because I'm usually behind the camera, not in front of it. But anyways, um, but real life is just more than, you know, just that opportunity. If you actually take a look at the name Real Life Church, it's one thing I really like about the church. I actually looked up the name uh, Real Life Church in the dictionary, and it sounds weird, but real is not imitation. It is genuine. Life is existence of individual human or animal, but it's also conditions that distinguish animals and plants from inorganic matter that makes life organic and church i disagree with the dictionary on this one it says church is a building used for christian worship any christian will tell you that a church as people see it it's just a building it's not just a building the church is the people in the building the church is the relationships with one another relationships with god that's what makes a church it's people coming together doesn't matter what building they're in they're all together so if you actually take a look at it real life church stands for genuine organic relationships that's simple that's why i like real life church man that's why we do church if i'm not mistaken i think ryan was the first person to get baptized isn't that cool somebody yeah that's awesome I love hearing these stories about baptism. So here's what we're going to do just to t finish up our last few minutes together. We could sit here and spend two hours and talk about all the stories and everything the schools happened. I can tell you about when Pastor Sean tried to get me killed on 8 Mile in Detroit, picking up that pretty red trailer that Carrie was talking about. We but, may have played some Eminem on yeah, that. Yeah, we might have even played a little Eminem. You looked the part well, well better. Uh, <laughs> but with these last couple of minutes, I really want to just get you guys a vision of, of who real life is because as someone of, you know, a lot of you guys... You guys weren't here at the beginning, but God's moved you and you've brought you into this community. So I just want to ask Pastor Sean a couple questions. That way you could kind of catch a vision of who we are and where we've been. So that's really my first question for, uh, for, for you to lead into people. You ready? <laughs> I'm waiting for it. So what were the kind of the circumstances that, you know, planted that dream in your heart for real life? Well, first I'll say thank you for everybody sharing those stories up here because that was super powerful for all the videos and uh, all the speakers. Can you go for those guys real quick? Yep. Yeah, I, I would say that the dream for church, at least the way we do church, probably started when I was growing up. Because like, I, I didn't, you maybe know this, maybe you don't know, I didn't grow up in a Christian home at all. Um, I didn't come, I didn't go to church every Sunday, uh, that kind of world. We, we were like neutral with God in church. And so um, I know it's like to live without like knowing your purpose or hope or what, what's life all about. You know it's look, like looking for something, but not know what you're looking for. And so I've never forgotten that. And so when we do like church here, it's, it's, we keep that in mind. And so maybe today you came in and you don't know what your purpose is. You don't know God's plan for your life. And I can imagine 20 years later knowing Jesus, doing my life without Jesus. You know what I mean? Like what, what would it be like? And so for us, it's always keeping that in mind that there's so many people who need Jesus. It's just never about us. I remember first time I saw a life-giving culture where just love people was on a missions trip in 2013. And they just wanted something for people, not from people. And I just, just knew one day, I was like, that's got to be part of our culture. And so when the opportunity came to launch a church, it was just kind of a natural piece. And there's been people that are real kingdom-minded in my life. I think of like Lance Harrington and Dan Sutherland and Troy McMahon and Craig Cackley, like these guys that just, they say kingdom, you know. It's not 
about a real life church or a church. It's about the church and the King Jesus. And so we just stay real humble because it's, it's not about what um, God's just doing here in our city, but God's doing across the world and through each person. So it's been, it's been way bigger than I ever thought it would be. And it's been a lot of gift of disorientation throughout the, you know, when you start a church, you have no idea what you get into, but God's been just so faithful and he's done so much. Yeah, absolutely. What I just think of some of the stories is just going through here, you know, even had a conversation last night. This is the type of church that I think God's used out of that dream just to bring people in that they belong even before they believe sometimes. And so it's been really cool just to see God work through. So maybe can you share with us maybe one of your favorite moments here in real life so far in those first four years? Man, there, there's, besides people getting baptized today, um, I will have to say it ranks up there when Barry was praying for Logan. I'll have to say that. Uh, Barry, Barry doesn't get emotional very often, but he was a little emotional. So um, a little bit. He's, he's not a harder stone, right? Um, no, I, I think of like, I don't know, my heart's full today because when you have a birthday, I'm real sentimental. It doesn't feel like I am for anybody, but I always think about stuff and what happened getting here and the journey and all the people and the stories. And so if I had to pick out a moment, um, it's going to be a little weird because it's not going to be what you're thinking. Um, it's going to be the drive home after Sunday morning we gather together. There, there is something special about it. It's the first time like me and Diane actually get to talk. Uh, you know, we're super busy on Sundays, and so maybe we're in different cars, even driving home. And so I'll call her, and it's the first time we get to go, man, you see what God did? Man, I, I can't believe they showed up. You know, I can't believe God did this. And, and honestly, my, I think my favorite moments are when I get to ask my kids about what God did in their life at church and what God said to them or what they learned about Jesus. And I, I love, like, Emory's the time she started saying this at two years old, but you know, she tells Jack, Jack, don't be afraid. God is with you <laughs> at two. I mean, man, That's I awesome. didn't believe that maybe ever, you know, and at two years old, like I didn't even heard anything like that growing up. And, and Jack, the, the, Jesus rolled the stone away. And every week they'd come out, you know, with, with a verse with some from God and a sucker. So come on, you know, um, <laughs> But that's my, probably my favorite part, just with family. But I love people taking their next steps as well. It's cool people getting baptized and going public with their faith. But for those of you that stepped up on the dream team and said, hey, I'm in coach, you know, whatever, whatever I can do for the kingdom. Uh, I love going to crash course. We have one tonight. But um, we've got six people coming out already, which is cool. But I, I love people's, like, the reaction when it's like, I can play a part of this. Most people don't feel qualified to serve or know enough or feel good enough to do it. And we tell them, hey, we're, we're behind you. Here's our culture. Um, what's the dream God has for you? And to see their eyes light up and to get them connected to people, it's, it's probably, my favorite, probably my favorite moments we have to do. Yeah, I like how you said that. And it, one of the cool things I've seen God use here is, is that, and again, I, I don't wanna bag on any of the churches I've ever been to, but so many times I've been to church, it's been about information and about you know getting to believe the right things. And those things are good and those things are important. But sometimes I've walked away from those situations and I, I walked away, you know, does God love me? And I, I heard so many people's stories here today that they're learning things as well, but they walk out these doors knowing that there is a God that cares about them. There's a church that cares about them. So I think that's so important, which kind of leads me to my next question. In the midst of everything that's gone around or gone on in the, in the last two years, 18 months with COVID and everything, churches have taken just a massive hit on attendance. And a lot of people, they're worried about the three Bs, you know, buildings, but, budgets, and butts in a seat, which we don't care about those things other than just we care about people. So. Real life is an exception to this rule. There's, of, of, of overall across the nation, there's only a 36% attendance rate between now and pre-COVID. We are the exception. Can you speak to what maybe God's doing with that or why or where the keys are? 
I mean, there's people ask us this question a lot because um, it's just so different for us because we're over 100% more than like we came back. We've grown 100 people since last year at this time, and we're bigger than we were pre-COVID, which is really an exception. And I don't have any secret sauce, okay? But I can tell you a few things I think stick out. One is uh, when you serve God and you follow Jesus, it, it's not a job; it's a calling. And so when you're on the dream team and you're doing your thing or I'm the pastor and I do my thing, it's not like I'm showing up punching punch a clock. And so for me, it's a call of God. So walking into COVID, it's like, you know, will we exist? Well, yeah, we'll exist. May it look like at Kentucky Trail and a gathering and uh, probably not. I have no idea. But, uh, but whatever it's going to be, it's going to be because of the Gates Hell Arkham Buildings Church. And so I'm all in. And so to start with that, so I didn't really, I don't think our team really ever got, a lot of people got really depressed. A lot of pastors quit. A lot of people, you know, people didn't show up anymore, right? And they're already hurting. And so uh, we just kind of different attitude about the whole thing coming in. It was never about politics or masks or we're just, hey, whatever you need us to do, uh, we're going to honor God. And um, we're not going to make an issue of a non-issue. The issue is about Jesus and people knowing Jesus. And we'll use COVID as a great excuse to reach people for Jesus. And we'll use masks as a great COVID to reach people for Jesus. So that was part of it. We spent a lot of time on leadership development this last year. We hired a coach named Mac Lake, and uh, if you've been a part of a leadership system, we call you getting Mac'd. And, um, but we're real intentional about how to take somebody from just being willing to being really the next pastor or whatever God's calling to be. And so we've set down a pipeline and, and system culture, um, spent a lot, of, I'm talking six, eight months driving out, because we're like, hey, if people are coming, they want to be here. And so we're going to just put everything into them, disciple leaders. And that's been a really big, big, big thing for us this last season. So I'm scratching the next itch of disciple making, but um, that's of a, of a whole. But that's, that's kind of been. Well, that's cool. I, you know, I think you've hit a lot of the major points. Well, we've talked about our beginnings and we're celebrating that. Can you give us a quick pitch for what you see next for real life? What's coming up in the future? Well, we're only four years in, so we're just getting started. Come on. I think uh, next four years is going to be really, really crazy. Um, just in a good way. Our Hope Center is just like this close for us to start swinging a hammer. Um, we are super close. That's our next thing is our Real Life Hope Center. And what this is, it really is a place for us, the church, to do ministry at. It's 2,500 square feet, so it's not, it's 50 by 50, if that gives you an idea, um, square footage-wise. And uh, this gives us the ability to really, I don't think people realize how much pressure we have on our homes and our staff. And uh, our worship team will finally have a home. They've been uh, in, in Jerry's basement for about a year now. Um, he committed to four months. Come on, Jerry. Um, uh, but our youth group will have a home. Uh, our events team, all the stuff that you see set up today is stored in somebody's garage or somebody's house. Come on. Um, they'll be thanks to those people very often. And so um, just having that relief will be really good, but more importantly, a place to do restoration for people in our community, do care groups, whether it's Dave Ramsey Financial Peace or um, some kind of help for the, for the homeless where it's rest restorative, like just a mentorship. Uh, we're bringing in our counselor, so they'll have a key to our place and they get to use the space to meet people there and a place for us to equip our teams. Uh, we have equipping huddles, uh, something we've been beginning to roll out. You'll all be a part of this this, this quarter, uh, but to sharpen the acts of our leadership and to, to have a place to meet to do that. So there's a lot of wins for this. So that's really what's next. Uh, another thing that's just, it's going to take a while to roll out, but a disciple making program for those of us who are like new into faith or maybe just start out in that journey or maybe haven't matured just as an infant or a child, but like, you know, haven't really uh, know the Bible that well. Maybe don't really, haven't fallen in love with Jesus. Don't know all these ins and outs of what it is to be Christian and to model that from somebody else. I've been scratching this itch. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to roll something out. I, I just feel like we got a lot of growth to do in that. And then the next thing on the horizon would be really finding a home for us for these gatherings. So um, planning to put something either in the dirt or 
Tenant finished something off of 58 and uh, 49 Highway. So that's that's in the distance, but that's something we'll start working for. And we'll put a legacy team together and people who are willing to um, have the gift of generosity and um, for missions, local, you know, national, here in the city, um, for our leadership and also for our spaces and places, which would be our next uh, facility. So that's that's what's coming together, but there's a lot in that. So just a little bit. Just watch, a little bit. watch out when Sean gets a niche, something big's coming. <laughs> he gets scratched. I, if you'd asked me four years ago we were going to be here today, man, I could have had no idea. I can't imagine what God's going to do next in the in the next four years. Well, as we wrap up here, do you have any final thoughts for us on our, our fourth birthday? Yeah, just thanks everybody for um, all your commitment. Thanks for believing in us. Um, huge risk, honestly, it was a risk for us, you know. And uh, thanks for, for getting behind us. Thanks for serving on the team. Uh, to our staff, I mean, incredible staff, just super blessed. Um, to our board, uh, they do all the dirty work, come on. Um, but yeah, to all you guys that call Real Life Home, thank you so much for all you do. And I'm really excited for the next four years and see what God's gonna do through that. That's cool. You know, just thinking about what Sean's talked about and what we've celebrated today, I want you guys to know this isn't about one individual. This isn't even about just the dream team because I think God's got a big vision for everybody here. And God's calling you to go from just you to being part of we. And I'd just love to pray with you guys right now. And I wanna challenge you guys to find that legacy, find that purpose in your guys' life, just to be part of God's story and just to make his name famous wherever you guys go. So would you guys pray with me real quick? God, I just wanna pray for this room. God, I don't know everybody's story in here today. God, only you do. And God, so I wanna pray for a, two groups of people. And the first group is this, God, of, of people that have, have been in church for a while, or maybe they've been out for a while, and God, they're just looking for a place to plug in, a place to, to serve, find opportunities to make a difference, a place to get plugged in a life group maybe. God, I just pray that if, if, it, if it's your will that they can plug into real life, God, and not only just plug in, become real life, because that's who, who the church is, it's the people. And God, I just pray a blessing on those people's lives right now as they see and are excited about people getting baptized and their lives changed. God, allow them just to find that joy in serving you and taking that opportunity. And God, just bring them in and help them find a faith. And again, if it's not a real life, God, I just pray that you lead them somewhere. And if you allow us to be that, take that opportunity to help find them another church, whether it's a different, a different part of the city or just, you know, just whatever that is, or they're online, I just pray that they can get plugged in somewhere as well. God, just uh, be, with, be with the people that are looking to find purpose and be on mission for you. Second group of people I wanna pray for today, maybe, you're in this group, people that, you know, you don't know God, you don't know what's going on here per se, but man, you're excited and you feel a tug in your heart. And there's something there that you've been looking for. And I can tell you what it is right now. You've been created with a purpose to have a relationship with God. And if, if you don't know what that is today, you can take a next step in deciding to give your life to Jesus. And that's who I wanna pray for. I wanna pray for that group. I wanna pray for that individual. So if that's you today, and you know that there's been something missing, there's something that's broken in your life, God is there for you. So if you wanna make that decision for Jesus, which is the first step to following him and making him a part of your life, just pray something like this. God, God, you know my story. You know how broken I've been. You know how short I am of not only my, my own, own codes, but for what you've called for me. And God, I wanna give everything that I have and everything that, that you want for me over to you. And God, I wanna declare that Jesus is my savior and I wanna follow him from this day forward. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you're in the crowd today, uh, man, we wanna just give it up for you. Everybody, can we give it up for everybody that made that decision for Jesus, whether they're online or in person?
If that's you today, I want you guys to know that's not the end of uh, a journey. It's the beginning. It's the first step on the, on, the, on the journey for the rest of your life. And we want to be here for you. So I've got a couple great next steps for you. So if that's you today, whether you're with us in person or online, just the first one is this. Let us know about your decision by texting RLNEXT to 97000. We'll have somebody reach out to you over the phone. They just want to connect with you and help you in any way that we possibly can. Answer any questions you've got and just love on you the way that God wants you to be loved and just get you plugged in and just find that purpose. Second great next step for you, if that's you, is on your way out and you're in person, grab a red bag. Inside there's a Bible. There's a link to some other great resources. Man, we are so excited for you today. For everybody else, we've got a couple great next steps for you guys as well. As uh, you heard, life groups have launched. Man, you guys loving life groups already? We're only like one week in. Man, it is not too late. Get signed up today if you're not in one. There's one different days of the week, different areas of interest. We would love to have you there. I say it every time I, I, I try to promote this is that, man, every life group has changed my life for the better. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Get signed up today, get plugged in. It is a great, great opportunity for you guys to make friends that will turn into family, I guarantee it. Other great next step is this, is that, again, we wanna invite you to be part of making the next legacy steps here at Real Life. And the best way to do that is by coming to Crash Course, which Pastor Sean mentioned today. So you don't have to miss the Chiefs game, but we're having it today. So after that, at Pastor Sean and Diane's house from 5 to 7.30, come hang out with us. We would love to give you more details about our story, where God's taking us. And more importantly, we want to hear your story, what God's doing in your life, and how maybe we can partner with you to just build that legacy that God has for us here in this community. So you can get signed up today at uh, reallifechurchkc.com. We would love to see you at, at uh, 5 o'clock. There will be dinner there. No excuses. Come hang out with us tonight. So the last thing is this. I want to uh, just invite you to feed the thing that feeds you. And everything that happens, whether it's counseling for people outside of church or in church or just gathering or us being able to invest in people, it comes from your generosity and faith. And so here at Real Life, there's three ways that you can do that. You can, first of all, go uh, online at reallifechurchkc.com, click that giving tab. Number two, you can text any amount to 84321, or if you would like to use a cash or check, there's a giving box at the back. And once you let you guys know, we're getting ready to kick off an awesome new series next week. Check out this short video. This is Diamond from Real Life. Thank you guys so much for coming out today. I just wanted to connect with you because I have no idea which fall group to start for this season because all of them are awesome. So let's just rate them. The Chosen Watch Party, The Chosen, five out of five. Abuela's House, it's Spanish, that's awesome. Let's go with that, five out of five. Chef or Chiefs, hmm, sounds good. The Chiefs are awesome, five out of five. Coffee Shop. Let's all drink coffee, five out of five. Um, Financial Priest University, that was awesome. I did that. Dave Ramsey, get yourself going, five out of five. Fireside Chat, bring on the s'mores, five out of five. Freedom Group, everyone loves freedom, five out of five. Monday Night Football, anything that makes Monday better, five out of five. Real Life Reaching Out, five out of five. Sports, Enough said, five out of five. Talk it over, five out of five. Unexpected, oh my goodness, I feel like that's my life. Five out of five. Walk it out with the Jensen's, hello, five out of five. Weekend biking, yes, five out of five. So I hope that helped you based on my ratings. I'm just gonna go to all of them. So for real guys, 
sign up if you haven't already done so. Go to reallifechurchkc.com and scroll through all of these five out of five life groups and find one that works for you. Here's what Scott is saying about life groups. Connections are the key to who I want to be. We are all rowing the same boat of life, but when we realize that others are actually willing to help us row in our storms, it's worth every bit of invested time. So thank you, Scott, for commenting on our real life groups. Join us, guys, get signed up, go on to reallifechurchkc.com, get connected, it's not too late. We love to see you there. Please don't do life alone. Again, this is Diamond. Thank you so much and I'll see you then. Bye. All right, one last time. Happy birthday, Real Life. That's right, that's right. Hey, on your way out, grab the Mary Mounds cookie. Hey, can, one last time, can we give it up for everybody that got baptized? Man, I'm so excited for you guys. Hey, if you got baptized, grab your friends, grab your family, take a picture at the photo booth. Hey, if you need prayer, any reason, we would love to pray with you up here. We can't wait to see you guys again next week at 9:30 and 11. And as always, remember, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. See you next week. Nine.